robotic surgery has been a game changer. And today we'll talk about the latest technology in joint replacement surgery with Dr. Jason Wong, orthopedic surgeon at Maimonides Bone and Joint Center in Brooklyn. This is MIMO Med Talk. I'm your host, Amanda Wild. Dr. Wong, thank you so much for being here. What do you do at Maimonides? What is your medical specialty? Hi, thanks for having me today, Amanda. I specialized in uh, orthopedic surgery, and I do hip and knee replacements as my subspecialty. So you specialize in hip and knee replacement, and in your practice, have you seen a great deal of change in terms of technological advancement in treatment for knee and hip injuries? Yeah, I think for the most part, I do hip and knee replacements for people who have arthritis. So not really an injury, but it's more like a wear and tear phenomenon as they get older. I think for what I do for a living, meaning the knee replacement world, things have changed a lot over the last 10 years. And we were able to decrease blood loss by giving them special medication. We were able to navigate the going home discharge method compared to going to rehab back in the days. And obviously, the topic for today, the robotic change a lot of how we do knee replacements for the last six, seven years now. So can you talk about how the traditional and the robotic surgery are different for hip and knee replacements? Yeah, sure. I mean, overall, like when you are doing a conventional or traditional hip and knee replacement, you rely a lot on patient anatomy that we know based on historical data. We use a lot of eyeballing using our naked eyes to see how things are aligned, and we try to do it the way for every single person. So basically, it's a one-size-fits-all kind of thing, or one-technique-fits-all kind of thing. But then with the robotic surgery, we were able to scan the hip and knees of the patients before the surgery. And in that case, we know exactly the alignments for each individual patient. And in that sense, during the surgery, we have a better idea of each patient's anatomy, but also interoperatively, we're able to control what we exactly are doing instead of using the eyeball so much. And things are much more accurate that way. So way more accuracy is a clear advantage of robotic surgery. Who's a candidate for this kind of surgery? In, in fact, I think like all comers can be candidates for robotic surgery. We don't really screen out patients between conventional and robotic. But that being said, we do have some criteria on what patient that we can operate on safely, but it's not secondary to the robotic part versus the traditional part. It's just overall, we have to medically optimize the patients before we do surgery like in the world of hip and knee replacements. Because at the end of the day, these are elective surgery. So meaning that patient has to be healthy before they go through these kind of surgeries. They have to be healthy, but they also need a knee or hip replacement, which I think is fairly common, isn't it? Is it common after a certain age? Yeah, in fact, like there are studies that show that about 20% of patients over 60 years old have some kind of arthritis, and definitely the trend of human knee replacement is going up on the rise because of populations getting healthier so they can live longer. However, the joints won't hold up when they get old. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Well, help me visualize what this robotic assistant looks like. I mean, are you actually performing surgery alongside some C-3PO type of being or Sonny from iRobot or what is this robot? So the robot does not have a face. The robot is essentially like a robotic arm. So when we perform surgeries, for example, in hip surgery, we're going to place the cup in a certain position. Or in total knees, we have to make about 10 to 12 bony cuts on the femur and tibia. The robotic arm 
incorporate the CT scan that we obtained before the surgery. And during the surgery, I would tell the robot exactly where this patient's knee is by putting antennas and using registration protocol. Now, when I'm doing the cuts, the robot was able to incorporate the real-time data and the pre-scan data into their, whatever, the brain. <laughs> and then while I'm doing the cuts, the robot would tell me, hey, don't go too far. Let's stop here. Let's stay here. Let's go a little further. Let's raise your hand a little bit. But all these, we call haptics, are all designed by us before the surgery also, meaning that I set criteria for the robot before I do any part of the procedure. And then within that criteria that I set for the robot, the robot will tell me when I'm actually doing it, when to start and when to go. So it's a tool that you're operating just like you would have used a scalpel in the old days. Yes. It's almost like a smart tool. So the scalpel can actually tell you, like, don't cut too deep, that kind of thing. But that being said, I wanted to emphasize all these criteria, like what is considered deep or not deep. It's still designed by me. Before the surgery, we went over every single parameter with the robot. But then interoperatively, when we're doing it, the robot follow my criteria to tell me when I'm doing it, when to stop and when to start. So you really have to be an expert to program the robot exactly for each patient. Yeah, you really have to know the anatomy and to know the alignment and to have a sense of balancing of the knee before you can input those criteria. So once you have done the surgery, how do you know it was successful? So a couple of things. Number one would be a radiographic picture. So after surgery, we all obtain what we call a post-operative x-ray. Obviously, you go look at the alignment of the components, making sure that they're in good position. In fact, the robotic surgery or the studies have shown that we are able to obtain a acceptable x-ray more often in robotic surgery than conventional method. So that's one radiographic outcome. Secondly, is clinical outcome. Is the patient feeling better? Is the patient feeling that the pain is less than how it was after the surgery? Now, obviously, we're not talking about like two hours of the surgery because the uh, patient will be having like the uh, postoperative pain that's because we cut through uh, the knee and hips. But we're talking about like two weeks, four weeks, six weeks data and see if the pain improves significantly as the surgery pain wears off. So that's number two, which is the pain level. And then the third thing, how do they go back to normal activities? Like, for example, you ask them how much stairs can you climb six weeks post-op compared to two weeks pre-op. Or asking about, did you go back to work? How is your work doing now? It's just more activities of daily living, that kind of stuff, to see if the surgery is successful. Yeah, what I was just going to ask is, what is the recovery process after robotic surgery? And it sounds like it's a few weeks. In two weeks, there's a milestone. and maybe six weeks, you might have yeah. another milestone. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. So after day over... What happened to the patients, usually they will be evaluated by a therapist in the hospital. If they were clear, meaning that they achieved some milestones on post-op day zero, they can actually go home the same day. When they go home, we send home with them a visiting nurse and a visiting therapist. They will get therapy and nursing care for the first two weeks, three times a week, meaning about six times in two weeks. And then two weeks after surgery, they'll come and see me in the office. We'll take a look at the incision, get some x-rays. And then they will progress to outpatient therapy. For the most part, patients by six weeks feel fairly good. And they can almost return to, I would say, 50-70% of their activities level. And then hopefully by three months, they will be back to where they were, but better. Wow. That seems like a very short recovery time. 
also, it's nice that you walk patients through exactly what to expect each stage of the process. Yeah. Uh, the first two weeks is the hardest because the pain is there, the leg is swollen, it's a new knee or a new hip. But the visiting nurse, they were a group of people, they would work together for a while already. So they were able to navigate with the patients about expectations. And for example, like when can they shower, how is the incision looking compared to uh, other people. And the truth is, whenever the question arises, the patient is not comfortable with, they ask the nurse. If the nurse is not comfortable, they would just give me a call. And despite their home, they're not home alone. They're home with support. Yeah. We talked about different stages of the process of identifying the problem, doing the surgery and recovery. What do you like most about the work you do as an orthopedic surgeon at Maimonides? I like my job at Maimonides mainly because I think patients, when they have this severe arthritis, they really can't walk well. They were not able to spend time with their grandchild or, or hold them or they're not able to do stairs. They can't even go on a trip with them. I have patients who were not able to go back to China because they just can't navigate the system with the pain in their hips and knees. And so what I like the most is that when we perform this kind of surgery, to me or to, to most of us, it's like two hours of work, but you're able to change the quality of life of the patients a lot after the surgery if everything goes well. And that's why I love to be a big surgeon because I'm able to change the quality of life or improve the quality of life of a patient in a relatively quick manner. Is there anything else you'd like to share about robots or joint replacement surgery? I think I tried to make my point across earlier that the robotic surgery is not that like I program something and I just sit down on my couch and watch the robot do the surgery for the patients. I think the live feedback and the pre-op planning is crucial to the success of surgery. And bear in mind that despite this robotic arm, my hand is on that arm. So I just want people to understand that the surgeons are actively doing the surgery, but then we're doing it with the robotic guidance in a much more accurate manner than we were able to do before. And you can do really specific and individual treatment plans for each patient. Yes, that's absolutely correct. And that is the best. This conversation has been so beneficial in making clear how robotic surgeries you're doing help recovery and quality of life for the many of us who do need hip and knee replacements. I appreciate you sharing your time and knowledge today, Dr. Wong. Oh, thanks for having me. If you'd like to make an appointment to see Dr. Jason Wong at Maimonides Bone and Joint Center located on Bay Parkway in Brooklyn, you can go to the website orthobrooklyn.com or call 718 718- 283-7400. This has been Mimo Med Talk. I'm Amanda Wild. Stay well.